Welcome to another chapter of In the Keep. I'm your very own prophet of the drowned god, the Motherload, and this show is all about the world of first-person shooters, their legacies, their lineage, and the people who keep that world turning. It is the will of the drowned god, Katala, that we band together to frag and jib one another into oblivion for all eternity. This week's guest is Mifu, and he is the proprietor of the Sentinels Playground. Uh, all fear the Sentinel.net is where you can find his shit. Is a free and automated server host for the uh, for for Zendronum, and it's fucking fantastic. Like you're crazy not to use it because it's totally fucking free. Uh, and if you pay like a couple of bucks or whatever, you can just have ten servers that are yours permanently. You can name whatever you want. You can play whatever you want on them. Uh, if you're trying to play awesome Doom multiplayer, then there's no... It's a no-brainer, dude. You should you should be using OfferTheSentinel.net. Uh, but Mifu has more to him than just that. First of all, he's from Australia. And in this interview, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, you know what's going on in Australia right now, specifically the wildfires that are going on. Uh, we're going to talk about his work on Lexicon, which is amazing. If you haven't tried it out, he'll, he, I'll let him do the talking on that. Point is, Mifu is fucking awesome. Uh, that said, the music this week is by Amorpher. This is off the record, Thy Flesh Recycled. He is the king of dark ambient. And right after this track, you will be in the keep with Mifu. Yeah, sure. Um, so my name's Mifu. Um, I admin one of the supposed, supposed to large community now, one of the largest communities in San Jerome called the Sandals Playground, which is a server hosting service, which allows people to host their own Doom games whenever they want, whenever they feel like it, which is pretty cool. I used to be admin of San Jerome, which is, well, wasn't that bad, I suppose. Um, well, that's me, really. The service that you guys provide is, like, crazy. That I can't believe it's free. Ever since I first saw it, I was like, why, why would they do this for free? And, and obviously, you do have the uh, the Patreon subscribers option where you get, you know, like, what is it, 10 servers for a little of nothing? It just it, basically no money. But if you want to, you could just go on there and what's a three-day timeout for any Xandronum, like three Xandronum servers for completely free and just uh, make the craziest co-op or, you know, PVP experiences that you want within the the Xandronum realm. Yep, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, dude. Why do you guys do it? Why do you do it? It's been around since how long? Oh, there's a bit of a long backstory into it, I suppose. Well, let's uh, um, let's hear it. TSPG was not... As it is now, um, back then, I would normally decide what to host. Um, I guess you could say that after, I mean, it worked for a while, but after a while, there was a server host called Best Ever, which did the same sort of stuff. Um, but instead of having a website, it used IRC 
and a bunch of chat commands that you would send to your bot to manage all that. Um, that became popular. I didn't want to, I didn't want to copy best ever in a way. So that host, you know, they were doing it. So I didn't want to actually like copy, but a few people kind of asked out, kind of asked me to actually set something up like that. So I ended up doing it just because a few people recommended me or recommended that I should and see how it goes because my server at the time was based in the West Coast. So I was servicing the West Coast players. I was enjoying them. Um, so if I remember correctly, I ended up putting it up, gained a little bit of traction, and best ever closed down at some point. So TSPG actually ended up taking all their players or absorbed them. They just naturally moved without me knowing. Uh, but like, well, I woke up one morning to a whole bunch of um, DMs saying, hey, guess what? Best ever shut down. Wait, yeah. And I'm like, oh, great. I don't even think we've got enough resources for this crap. <laughs> so we, um, so anyway, we did a few improvements. Instead of having IRC chat commands, we went with the website because we felt that it's easier to manage that way. Um, but, yeah, um, always do it for free, always, because um, you know, that particular community, I've got very fond memories of it, to be honest. Um, it's probably in my part of the reason why I would set all that up and spend a lot of time on it uh, just because I find it fun. So it's more of a hobby for me than anything else. And plus people people finding a gift for it. So <laughs> that's the main thing. Yeah, it's it's totally fucking awesome. It's super useful. It, it's amazing. Like it really is like just the fact there's so many things that go on in and specifically in the Doom community, that is just this network of people who just believe in doing a lot of work for no, you know, uh, payoff other than just their happiness, which is amazing. Like it, it's just a beautiful, happy, wonderful land of. Well, it's actually not. We'll get into that in a bit too. But it's <laughs> <laughs> it's it should you know create a, a whole group of really generous, kind people, and and to a large extent that is the case. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of good sides to yeah. it. Um, for instance, I've met new people that I've never met before. Um, so, so I think TSPG is actually, in some cases, added more players to the game rather yeah. than um, what we would normally like, or well, not like to see, but what we normally used to seeing is where, oh, oops, where players. Um, the play count declines at certain periods and it grows back up again and declines again a bit. I've noticed that sort of activity in TSPG when most other places, for what this what it seems like when I look at Doomseeker, have a look at, you know, who's playing or whatever times, but I look on it and I mostly see TSPG servers taking some of the top spots in the list. So um, I think it's, it's done a lot of good that's for sure. Um, of course, it does come at a price where there's a lot of bad as well, which we can get into that in a little bit later. But um, overall, it's done. I think it's done a lot of good. I'm pretty proud of how it's turned out so far. Yeah. So where are you from? From Australia. Okay. And I guess small community, big community? 
not much of an issue. There's hardly any Australians play anymore. Yeah. Used to be. Like there there used to be a huge following um of the Australians that we used to play ages ago. So back in Skull Tag actually. So when Carnival was um the led dev there, there was a there was an Australian community which was pretty sizable. I wouldn't say sizable, but there was a decent amount of people where we could actually um turn into a group and actually have events and whatnot. Nowadays, they've all moved on, unfortunately. So I'm like, I think it's me. You've got Dark Assassin. He's one of the other devs for TSPG. And I'm doing Joshua Boy, who runs a fork of TSPG for some Australian servers that he runs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, I think literally that's the only three left. Oh, you got Doom Kid as well. But he's, he's hardly around anymore, I've noticed. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's all I know so far. That's probably the most people I've seen active in the meantime. I'm pretty sure there's others out there as well. I just haven't seen them around lately. And I guess the question originally, I said big community, small community. I meant literally like your town where you live. Like, there's, Are there a lot Ooh, of people? Oh, yeah. right. Um, but good, good answer anyway. <laughs> cool. Yeah. In, terms of, in terms of the town I live in, it's pretty big community. Okay. Uh, town's got a funny name as well. What is it? We call it Coburn, but it's actually spelled like C O C K, Bear Burn. Oh. So Can't it get, get gets gets memes to hell a lot. But um, but no, it's it's a pretty pretty huge town actually. <laughs> it spans pretty far. That's good. Well, I, I guess what the reason I wanted to kind of dig into this is like I wonder like what what makes you the type of person who is just so generous with their time? You know, we, t- we started off the conversation kind of talking a little bit about how you, you know, you guys do this as a hobby for free to, you know, just to help people out. And if you get support, you get it. If you don't, you don't, whatever. Like, and that that's a big, it's a big part of the culture. And I was wondering like, where does that come from for you personally? That is literally uh, a bit of Australian culture there for you, actually. Um, it's, it's pretty common. Like people, I guess you could say like if people want to actually help towards a cause, they like they will. Um, but if they want to but they can't, it's like you know they'll do it later or they'll do it at some point where you don't expect it. Yeah. So I guess the culture is we don't really expect anything, but we we like to do as much stuff as we possibly can. No, that's interesting. It's like everybody, especially in North America, like people really have the mindset. Overall, not everyone, but the overall mindset is like that capitalist, like my time is worth money, kind of thing. It's I don't, I don't know. I, I've always enjoyed ever since I got into the you know the arena shooter world and, and the Doom world and everything, the gaming world. I've really enjoyed just the the generosity and community of people and the willingness to just help for help's sake. Yeah, um, Australia is pretty much like that. Yeah. Um, the community is good. I mean, yes, there's bad people in it, but that kind of outweighs, or the other, other negatives doesn't get outweighed by the, uh, or it doesn't outweigh the positives, I should say. Yeah. Like, all the negative shit just does, doesn't affect us. Yeah. Uh, or except unless, you, unless you're over here saying you're on fire at the moment. I mean, that's happening, which sucks. Um, so pretty bad bushfires are happening at the moment over, over east. The Eastern States, but 
but generally, I'm also these are for the most kindest people. I've well, I am one of them, but in terms of other people, the most kind people I've ever met. Yeah, I was going to ask eventually at some point. Like, so are you affected by that? But yeah, it, it is pretty, pretty crazy what's happening over there. All the fires and everything. Like for us, it's just kind of like in the you know the background of the news cycle. But and I think it should be more globally stated that like, hey, yeah, this whole um, country's on fire. The koala bears are going to die. Like it's, I don't know. So being in Western Australia, so that's the state I'm in. We're pretty mm-hmm. far away from where the blaze is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I guess there's no way of knowing how long until if that fire doesn't get put out, how long will it take for it to come to outside of the country? Um, so it's a scary, it's, it's a scary aspect. Um, there's a bit of political issues too, but I'm not going to go into that because that's boring. Um, we definitely don't want Cockburn to burn, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. But no, we, I mean, we're far, we're far away from the blaze, so we're pretty safe. But it's like, for now, anything could happen. Whatever the case, dude, I'm, gl- I'm glad you're okay. And I just hope that everybody uh, gets that out of this as safely as they possibly can because it's, it's definitely fucked up what's going on down there. Mm-hmm. But no, thanks, buddy. I'm pretty sure. Um, pretty sure I did. Uh, People will appreciate that, actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've, like, I'm seeing the news. There's a whole bunch of people that are miserable. People very, very angry as well. Um, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that I guess you could say there's a bit of government blaming. They reckon the government hasn't actually helped out a lot, especially since one of, one of our, well, our prime ministers decided to take a holiday during it. That's what, that's what I meant by getting political. It's boring. Um, but there's a, there's, there's a lot of outrage at the moment on that side. It's sad, really. Are you, you by chance, a Godzilla fan? Oh, yes. So have you seen Shin Godzilla? Yeah, I have. That, that's exactly what I'm picturing. Is like We might have to explain that to an audience of not super nerds like us. But So Shin <laughs> Godzilla is like a metaphor. The whole movie is like Godzilla is attacking Japan. And it's like a metaphor for the way that the Japanese government handled the the tsunami and the nuclear uh, facility meltdown. And now they just kept ignoring it. And there's all these layers of uh, bureaucracy that they have to go through before they can decide what to do about Godzilla, who is, as they as they argue about it, tearing down the whole country. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, what? it is pretty much the same situation here, if I had yeah. to be honest. Um, Instead of instead of a giant beast, so it's probably someone that just lit a fire, um, probably on purpose too, because that always happens around here. And um, for, but that fire, unfortunately, just hasn't been able to put it up because of the harsh weather conditions. So over there, it's been like forty or over forty degrees, even, which uh, kind of sets the place up for very very harsh conditions, especially prone to bushfires because everything's so freaking dry over there. Um. So, so, so it's easy for something to catch a light when it's spread. Yeah. Um, thankfully, though, they are facing some cooler conditions now. Apparently it's a lot more cooler there than it has been, so that should hopefully give the odds out a little bit. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, all that shit that's going on. But, yeah, I do. I hope it all gets uh, settled and taken care of and everybody comes out safely. 
Uh, I guess we, for the sake of our audience, we should kind of talk a little bit more about uh, Doom because I think that's what they tuned in for. Yeah, but, definitely. So I, I I do have to address like why why is Andronum, and it's not because I'm ever like I'm not against or for any particular source port. Obviously, I lean uh, I have affiliations with the Z Damon guys. However, I think Xandronum is awesome in its own right for for what it is and for what it can do. Uh, why uh, are you guys doing Xandronum? Um, it's probably because if we know that community a little bit better than Z Demons. Well, me personally, I think that's the case. Um, of course, there was a bit of a weird thing that happened in Z Demon where my whole ISP got nuked at one point. Oh yeah. Um, oh god, my dog's going off. Anyway, okay. um, anyway, thank you. Sorry, I have to walk. But um, anyway, so I think because it's been a bit of bad history between Skulltag and Z Damon and Odomax as well, actually. Um, because we've um, most people always kind of known the admins over there to be really strict and really unfair at times. Um, so I guess I um, me personally. It's more of a, I just know Xandronum or Skulltag. I've been messing around with that for ages. So therefore, it's easy for me to get that set up as opposed to getting a poor that I haven't really messed around with much. Yeah. Um, I mean, Z-Daemon and Odomax, they're fundamentally different ports. They might have different configuration settings as well. So that's something to take into account. Um, there has been some... I guess there's some plans, not really decided yet, but there might be a time where we might be actually add, might be actually adding Z-Dame support at some point. I mean, I'd, I'll, I'm all for that. There's nothing yeah, wrong with like, yeah. yeah, I think I think a lot of people would be. Um, I know Z-Dame we had a public sort of set up like TSPG at one point, mm-hmm. but the hosting apparently wasn't that great, so. I would do think they could really benefit from something like TSPG. It's just a matter of um, making sure everyone's on board, really, as far as staff is concerned. I can't think of any good reason why they wouldn't want that exposure, especially considering, like, as you said earlier, there's all the, the drama and everything in the past with the administration of <laughs> Zidamon in general. But, hey, whatever. There's all – I, for whatever reason, like I'm, I'm actually glad I came into this much later on in life because there's just so much crap to unpack that people have, like you know, just carry burdens from the past. And I'm like, I don't Ooh, give a fuck about yes. any of that shit. I don't care about any of it at all. None, zero. Like, I mean, as you know, yeah. that I was just talking to Brad Carney, and I know that, like, man, people have got opinions, and like, hey, uh, feel however you want about him. We're talking about Zaldronum. It wouldn't exist without Skulltag, which wouldn't exist without him. And in my opinion, he's a, he's a nice guy. He really is. He's very yeah, reasonable uh, when you talk to him. Yeah, I mean, as I said, there was a few. I mean, actually, people in Zandron, unfortunately, have a very bad habit of um, holding grudges for a very, very long time. Everyone does. Um, uh, I think these guys are a little bit more inhuman, if you <laughs> ask me. I'm just saying. There's a few people that have and consistently held grudges since the year, I think it was 2006, if I recall correctly. It goes that far back, it's insane. Yeah. Like, I, I personally don't get it, but 
Um, but no, I'm, I'm thinking, pretty sure I'd want to be on board with it. I don't think there's going to be any problems here and there. Um, I guess there'll be... I know the Master Server rules in the Z daemon are slightly different compared to Zendrome, so we have to account for that at least, but I don't really see any problems, to be quite frank. Yeah. Look, what I love about Zandronum is just the obviously the crazy shit you can do with it. Like the, I love playing the awesome, crazy new wads that come out. Like the, these amazing gameplay mods, like D4T, or you know, Brutal Doom was huge. And most recently, I've really enjoyed playing uh, Viet Doom, even though it's just in you know early alpha. It's already like it, it was just a fun multiplayer experience to get in there and pretend like we're in Nam with you know with friends. And you <laughs> simply can't do that. And uh, you know. You can't do that in Z Daemon. No. You you can do a lot with Z Daemon, but you can't go that. It, what, what we're five years behind now, GZ Doom level, which still like, you know mod support wise. Yeah, I mean, insanity. I mean, different the ports have different focuses, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Viet Doom, um, I haven't tried it myself yet, but I can say it does look pretty good. Uh, in my opinion, at least, like he's done a fairly top job on it so far. Um, don't think he's done yet either, because I think he's, he's still working on things. Last I checked. Oh yeah, it's early, early alpha stages right now. He just released like a, a bit of it before, you know, right, mm. right around Christmas time, and then he said he'd pick it up again this year, which hopefully, yeah, he does, because there's still a lot of you know obvious, just gigantic bugs that need fixing and. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's My, the, go ahead. That's a tough bit, really. Um, yeah. Trying to iron all the bugs can be painful sometimes if you're doing it by yourself, like Sergeant Mark seems to be. Yeah, I think it. I think it's him doing it mostly, or mostly himself, actually. I have no um, idea if he's got a team. But it seems like it's just him. He's the one who gets all the credit. If I've never yeah. heard of anyone working with him. I mean, yeah. I mean, last I checked, I think he had a few testers. He does a lot of work for a single dude, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, so the best thing about Zandronum is the fact that in multiplayer you can play all these crazy gameplay mods or mm-hmm. you play different, whole bunch of different maps um, that Z Damon may not be able to run, for instance. Yes. Yeah. No, I've experienced it's, it, you know. Yeah. Like personally, for me, my favorite, my favorite mod or gameplay mod right now would be um, quite champions doom edition or qcde that mm-hmm. i enjoy that a lot yeah. um especially when you play on um survival because um they did a good job on that where you get like um modifications to your weapons and stuff as well just to um make the game a little bit more fun a little bit more different which is good so qcde is something that i enjoy very much Definitely recommend playing it, by the way, if you haven't done so, to the Shout audience. Michaelis and <laughs> DB Thanatos, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not all, though, that Zendronium has the offer. Um, like, for instance, you've also got the competitive side of things, which I'll admit, um, not so much as alive as it used to be anymore because mm-hmm. survival... Game gameplay mods in general, different game modes even have taken over. Um, but you can do some crazy stuff in most of the competitive modes. 
Um, for instance, there's a, there's a mood called All About War, which Simon made a while back, which Simon's actually patched up, make it, make it all nice and good and whatnot. Um, and that, that was like a mod where, um, kind of play like Command and Conquer, except you're playing a first person shooter. You have to select a class and you have to do all, this, all a bunch of stuff. Um, objective was you destroy the other person's base. And if you destroy all their buildings, you win. Like, that's the premise of it. Um, so it seems like that is what makes Androidum great. You don't get that anywhere else, I don't think. Um, but ZG's and Doom, you'll get some fancy stuff over there, but you can't really play multiplayer unless you don't mind the peer-to-peer networking um, side of things. But Androidum is probably the most easiest to set up. Yeah, it's yes. definitely preferable to just have the like the Doomseeker option and to just you know go in, click on a server, join, you know, or search for what you want, and then obviously, and it downloads your wads for free. It's you know for you, like it just searches, finds it, bam, throws it in your folder, and you're ready <coughs> to play. Like that, that's invaluable to the Doom community at large. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's probably it is the main reason why Doom's probably still alive is because of stuff like that. I mean, apart from all the mods that come out for it, especially as late, there's a whole bunch of good stuff coming out lately. Um, it's just very things is what keeps the game alive, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You guys don't no. only just use Andronum, though. It's also a few other games, if I remember correctly, like Mine- yes. Minecraft and Terraria. Um, we used to host Terraria, but no one played it, and it was using up a lot of resources. So unfortunately, yeah. that and they had to go. Um, we have been hosting Minecraft, though. We hosted in you know, a Minecraft server um, recently. That's currently down at the moment, though, because I'm planning on doing a bit of a host migration soon. Um, so in a few weeks, they'll come back. Um, we've got some Quake servers, um, Quake 1, that is, at the moment as well. So they're not hosted from the website, though. Like, I have to jump onto the box and start them up and whatnot. Right. But we do have a few Quake World servers up at the moment for anyone that wants to um, play on them. I mean, they should ride most. He's one of our staff members. He's been trying to get people to play on those lately as well. Um, he normally fills up the server real quick somehow. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> starting up the uh, the Rocket Arena 1v1 thing. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. You know, he's, uh, he's doing a good job, that guy, too, actually. Um <laughs> So, so definitely, so there's other things that we can host. So it's, it's not just Doom, but um, we don't have the website integration from this stuff yet. That's the main thing. And the website is what, Dark Assassin? Is he still working with you guys, or are you just kind of... Like... Uh, yes. Um, okay. He is a bit burnt out at the moment, though. Um, okay. And, of course, lately, he's also in an area of Australia where he could be in danger due to fires at the moment. So he hasn't been active as much, but um, he put in a lot of work into that side as well. And I mean, yeah. a lot of work. Um, just by the way, Dark Assassin, if you end up watching this, thank you for your hard work, buddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's, he's done a very, very good job with this website and with the integration and whatnot. 
Um, also, if there's any bugs or if there's any issues, he's always around to help out and fix them up whenever he needs to be. Definitely a good, good guy, that one. Yeah. So I don't remember when it was. Sometime last year, the first you know that I had heard of TSPG is probably from Nationwide Moose, and he kind of brought it to the attention of myself and uh, Spaced in the Keep. And I visited you know all three of the Sentinel.net, and I looked at the website, and I was like, wow somebody is a huge Judas Priest fan. That was the first thing that came out of my mind. And I didn't even read the, you know, the background section where it says like where it came from. I was just like the Sentinel, the screaming for vengeance thing is kind of covered up in the background. We got the Xandronum servers for people who don't know are called painkiller, British steel and exciter. And I was like, yeah, they're definitely, somebody's a big priest fan. All right. Dude, very good bands. I cannot, I can't deny that. They're the best. (laughs) Um, definitely, a, there's another backstory to to that. Actually, um, yeah. there's a guy that yeah, he used to be active. He we called him Tiberium um, or Short. We called him Kib, which was a little bit more funny actually. To be all things considered, um, this was at the point where I used to help out in running a bunch of other servers for some other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, this was ages ago, back in Skull Tag, actually, and. What happened was this group actually went on hiatus. Um, they disappeared for a little bit, so the servers all automatically got shut down. So I said, you know what, maybe I'll start posting my own crap. And we, we had issues trying to figure out a name for the server cluster. So there was a guy named Affliction or C405129. He um, used to be one of the Aussies, actually. They used to frequent the community a lot. And we had a guy named Raymond Tracer. There was a guy named Hypersonic. Yeah, which your name I know. Um, and there was another guy named I'm trying to remember. Oh, there was another guy named Corden Mr. Nix. He was a funny guy too. Anyway, we all had issues trying to figure out a name for this thing. And Tib kinda got us onto um into I guess he was a bit of a routine with heavy metals. He kept showing us some good songs and whatnot. His most favourite one was actually Judas Priest for Sentinel. Um, and then Tib was like, hey, you know what? I meant you caught up the Sentinel's playground. And we were all like, oh, no, come on, dude. I know you like the Sentinel so much, but seriously? Then I was like, you know what? Screw it. It's done. So we picked that name, and that name kind of stuck ever since. I just think there's, like, there's no band music who... More, like goes better with doom than judas priest especially like the the mid era priest stuff you know like as screaming for vengeance which is seems to be the background of the website that that kind yeah. of stuff it, before turbo but even after like after they kind of took that shitty detour with turbo or however you feel about turbo and then like painkiller obviously like it's like right back to that hard like just fucking awesome exactly what would go well with doom some of the best uh, MIDI tracks are, you know, from British Steel or Screaming for Vengeance as well. I definitely agree. Um, yeah. It's funny, actually, that we mentioned this because when um, when that server came up, a couple of weeks later, Tib, um, he was managing a bit of a mapping project for Deathmatch. He actually called his Deathmatch set all through the Sentinel DM. And a couple of weeks later, that actually got released. And... The first server that had a hosted was TSPG because um, Tib was a staff member of it. So he, he chucked that up for us. 
And that server used to be so popular back then. It was not funny, like, it was so crazy. Then it caught on, people actually started saying, well, I started singing the, um, the chorus part out of the song as well. And sometimes I would be in voice yeah. chat and someone screams it out. Um, then some people type it in text. It's like, well, shit. Like, it's, it's actually, it actually blew up a little bit, uh, which was pretty entertaining. Good in a way too, I guess, but it was, um, didn't, I didn't think that would happen actually, to be quite honest. Like, cause me, I was kind of still new to the community back then. Wasn't mm-hmm. that much active, but it, it just took off and here we are. Still got the name. So at, at what point, I guess, did it, it's always just been your project. Who else kind of works with you on, uh, TSPG? Okay, so most of the guys, there was a lot, but most of the guys are gone now, so I only, or I only bring up the people that are currently in the team. Mm-hmm. Um, just give me one moment, because so this, is, this has changed a lot lately, so even I have hard time tracking them over. Gotcha. Um, okay, so you've got my cake and Nax, who have helped me out considerably, so they're like the other two admins, they help me run the place. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got other staff members. There's a guy named Andy Uricho. Um He frequents the Mega Man 8-bit deathmatch community. That's in Zendronum. Um, that mod's yeah. pretty crazy, actually. Great. <laughs> I mean, you say, you say that, but... I'm kidding. I don't care what people like. It's, it's, it's not bad, I would say, but um, they had Andy Uricho normally puts out fights get out of there like a madman let's go on a tangent real quick where i say that the first time i ever turned on Zandronum, i didn't know what I, what i was getting into i just knew like oh you can play doom here and then the very first server i joined just by accident was a mega man server and i was so confused For- i don't think you i don't think your eyes would have helped would have liked you much either because yeah. uh the game that that one's pretty bright like yeah um Anyway, so we got, we got Andy. He looks up. He he helps us out with the Mega Man stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a guy named Metabe. He was also part of that side of the community, so he helps out a bit too. And we've got Fukuton, um, one of the newest staff members. He's been helping us out um, with moderating and support queries. Even like he's been helping people out left, right, and center, which is cool. Um, who else we got here? So we also got Black Metal Chainsaw. You might know her from Brill Doom. She's she was one of the active people there. So we got her as a staff member, but she's busy at the moment lately. Um, we also got Molly Mario as well. Nationwide Moose, as you already know, and we got a guy named Ayashi. Um, he's been helping us out with some of the Quake stuff, maybe the community management. A uh, little bit of uh, trolling very silly people sometimes and they ping people constantly, which yeah. is always entertaining. Um, that's our moderators, essentially. Then we got devs. So we got, you met Sean. Oh, no, you met Michaela, sorry. He's been helping us out with some of our Discord bot work. Then you've got Sean, the Nine Inch Nails fanboy, plus the guy that always asks me if I'm home. Bit weird. Um, you also got 
Got a guy named James who's been helping out with some site redesign. And that's it, really. Oh, you got Dark Assassin as well. He's, um, he's a little bit, he's active sometimes, but only in the pre-tax phase. Something's wrong. He'll come by and fix stuff up for us. Team's pretty sizable. No, it's a great team, too, because like multiple members on that team are also involved on the Zandrono team themselves, right? Like uh, Michaelis yeah. and Nax. Uh, so yeah, Nax is the head admin of Zandronum. Um, yeah. Some people call it a blessing, but some people call it a curse, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm not, I, won't go, I won't go into that too much. Um, also, we've got, a, we've got a couple of other people, some special mentions, actually. Um, there's a person named Alyssa who had a bot for us for our Quake servers. Um, I think you've been in the channel before where something will pop up saying, oh, hey, the server's active. You should go join it. Um, she's responsible for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got a guy named Steel, um, Steel T. He's from the um, SRB2, or Sonic Robo, Sonic Robo mod. So with Steel Base, he's, he's in the SRB, SRB2 community. He's been helping us out trying to get that working mm-hmm. on TSPG as well. So it's quite a few of us um, busy on our, busy on these different aspects of the thing. Uh, it's an excellent team that you guys have assembled. I'm really like totally, I've been nothing but impressed by TSPG since I first heard about it. So I'm glad that we finally got you on the show because it's been, I don't know how long, like, Oh, thanks, months. man. Um, many, many yeah. months. <laughs> yeah, I've been fairly busy. Um, oh, yeah. TSPG is a bit of a, could say, my well, TSPG, if you're a staff member of TSPG, you'll, you'll be kept busy, that's for sure. There's no short supply of anything, really. You, know, you guys have helped us out tremendously. I mean, I remember when we did the uh, the Manifest Destiny Quake tournament and you, you were so generous. All everybody that you just launched the uh, the Quake compatibility and, and everything and given us immediately just turned that right over to uh, us in the USQC to uh, just get after it and do what we need to do. And it was it was an amazing event. We had a great time. So we owe you guys a tremendous amount of like just big thanks and thanks for what you do. Thanks not only for what you do but for being so generous with doing it and everything. And I, I think that's the, the kind of the theme of this podcast is just sheer generosity and fun like it's just given away to everyone around you it's it's an amazing feat and that's something that uh, shouldn't be taken for granted oh, thanks man i definitely appreciate that um team would appreciate that too um mm-hmm. where i ever want is the place to stay alive and i think tspg plays a huge major role in that so i'm glad i'm glad you guys are very happy with us. That's that's the uh, good thing. Yeah. Um. So that yeah, will definitely be around. Um, a bunch of new stuff might be happening later in the year, actually, as far as TSPG is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, some more websites being redesigned at the moment, so getting a, a new look and some new features, hopefully. Uh, in particular. The ability to actually message people or message server owners if something goes wrong or whatever, because um, that that will be a feature that will be highly needed, I would imagine now. Um, I mean, you might have saw that 
some of our staff members will get DMs quite a lot from people yeah. that want help, but we might not be around, you know, because we you can't be around for all the time, really. Um, so what ends up happening is we'll be late to respond, obviously, um, and things kind of go, things can get real messy. Yeah, so, you like a, a, a barrier between you and those, like, even we could say like, yeah, we're all cool with getting DMs and shit like that, but there should be some sort of barrier between you and just people bothering you all the time because your personal time is valuable as well, man. Yeah, um, that's why that's why I said it'll be like a bit of a mailbox yeah. thing that will be created. Um, that's the main feature that we're trying to get that, trying to get done as soon as possible. Because they'll be, they'll be handy for everyone to post their concerns or grievances or any previously need to server host that one fair in servers. Because, um, I mean, at the moment, there's a problem where the last stuff, the last stuff about in game stuff first, but we don't necessarily talk to the admin that's actually in game, mm. which is a bit weird. So it's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a mechanism to encourage people to actually start talking to them more. Because TSPG in heart is it's meant to be like do it yourself hosting. We'll provide the hardware. You just do whatever you want. Right. But that means you should manage how you want as well. And some people haven't actually been managing how they want, so we just want to try and change that. Right on. Is there any uh, any other things like projects or features that you wanted to plug about TSPG? Or just stuff you want to talk about in general. It doesn't matter. This is your. Like, you could say whatever you want. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't know if you know actually, or um, or how many people know, but I've been working on something called the Lexicon, um, which is basically a project to get all these map sets that mm-hmm. are popular or were played a lot into one big fat map pack in some way. So that way um, you can host servers without having to host like many for each map set you want to play. Um, and the idea behind it was um, there was another guy that made Compendium. And then one guy asked me, hey, you should do this um, because it would be real handy to have just all these map sets in one pack and we can vote between them and whatnot. And ended up getting a team to help me work on that, actually. So that's something I want to actually plug because um, it makes the hosting a lot easier. So, like, you don't even have to, like, host or turn off your servers and rehost to change a different map set. Yeah. Um, there's about f- more than 30 map sets in there now, actually, that you guys can pick from. It's great. Well, hey, um, you might have noticed that most servers have been using it, so I definitely recommend trying it out. It is a fantastic invention, and I've played on it many times. Nationwide Moose is a huge fan of it, and just constantly tries to like force it upon everyone that he plays Doom with. Oh, so. should be forcing it upon everyone. That's not good. Oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah, giving it right to it. <laughs> but no, it's it is awesome. Like it really, truly is. There's been so many times that he's just brought it up or like you know hosted events on it because of the accessibility that it provides. So it's an awesome project in general and i'm really glad that you guys are uh, continuing to work on it and flesh it out uh, you definitely um 
quite a few bugs at the moment, though. We try and hand those out, but um, next update will be a whole bunch of single or single maps. So map sets that only have one map in them. We're going to be adding a lot more to that because I think there's only about three of them at the moment. Oh. That's in there. It's kind of looking lonely a little bit on that side of the hub. So we'll be um, adding a few more of those. And that was it, really. Unless you wanted to hear about my admin in Xandrome days, but I don't think no one wants to hear about that. Get after Please. it. Let's hear it. Let's oh, lightning shit. round. Tell us the dirt. Admin. Oh, so. The way I became admin of Zendrome is I literally had it handed to me in a silver platter, actually. Um, what ended up happening was there was a time where our know, former administrator might have did a few terrible things. Actually, I say might have, but quite frankly, they were a little bit terrible. Um, you know, you've, you've heard history about how the community was whack. You might have heard from Carnival from how bad it might have been. Um, but around the time where I became admin, I could tell you that Zendrone probably could have died that day. There was too much crap going on. Um, anyway, what happened was one of the guys that um, used to host the website actually approached me to ask me if I wanted to look after the website from now on. And I said no at first, but then he did the whole uh, well, I don't know anyone else who'll be able to do it. I'm like, oh, great. Okay, then. So it was kind of a bit of a deathbed situation, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I ended up taking that. I told everyone, look, I'm looking after the website, but I'm not doing admin work. Thank my job initially. Um, then what ended up happening is to replace an administrator to replace the administrator that kind of messed things up, ended up going missing in action. Um, I know I kind of knew what happened to him, like if he was active anymore or what he was doing or anything. Like he's never, he was never around. Yeah. So the staff ended up saying, well, you've got the access, so therefore you're the new administrator now. And then I was kind of like, no, nah, that's a terrible idea. Um, but it ended up happening anyway. I had no, had no choice really. Someone had to take up the reins, and I had the most access at the time. So that's how I ended up becoming admins and drones, pretty much was given to me, which, uh, to be honest, that wasn't a good job. I wouldn't recommend it. Sorry, Nax. No, it's, it does seem that, like, at, at certain points, the, uh, the job of being a multiplayer Doom port administrator appears to be, like, the internet equivalent of I don't know, having fought in like one of the, you know, one of the crazy wars or something like that. Could, <laughs> yeah. Because all of the, all of the people that I know who have done it. And I mean, I've talked to a long list of people, like uh, the, the names that really come to mind are like AF domains, uh, you and Brad. <laughs> so that said that you guys are all like, just there's like just these grizzled veterans. Just, you can't, there's no hurting your feelings anymore. It's like, everything's just, Whatever, you know, I've seen everything, I've done everything, I don't want to talk about it anymore, that kind of shit. I mean, when I, I guess when I, when I initially started, I didn't seem too bad, I kind of enjoyed it, because I kind of felt like I was healing through the community in a way. Yeah. Because um, I was really handed a fucking shit platter. Um, like, it wasn't a stable community when I 
um, when it got passed on to me. Um, I had to make a few decisions that people really, really didn't like. Like I unbanished certain few people because um, the previous administrator kind of banned them for personal reasons, which are uh, definitely something that I'm against doing. Um, so normally if you start banning because you hate someone, you're probably going to end up killing your own community. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Um, so it's, so I kind of had to undo some damage there, which in risky moves, sometimes it pay off, but sometimes it did. Um, in the end, though, I kind of said, no, this is not fun anymore. I prefer doing my server ad and stuff. And that's when I would kind of, I think next, it was more like Nax, um, put his hand up to be a replacement. I agreed because Nax was showing very good leadership. And he still does. So okay, I pretty much told him he was my successor and I'll be leaving at some point. Mm-hmm. Which, funny enough, I ended up leaving after some drama happened, which wasn't a good look, unfortunately. But said drama as well was something that kind of threatened to... Well, I had a whole bunch of personal data on someone and threatened to release it. Never fun. Never fun at all. Um, but after all that, I was just like, no, nah, I'm done. I mean, I shouldn't resign right now because of all this crap, but nah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to disclose who or what or anything, but I've heard multiple stories about it becoming that personal with people where it's like, you know, they have my personal information or like threatening, you know, someone's family or, you know, just dumb internet troll bullshit that you hear all the time. Uh, but despite that, you're still here saying like the good outweighs the bad. And I hope that the audience or, you know, whoever ends up listening to this. And if you're curious about doom or if you have been involved in doom and maybe you've been away and this was like the one name that made you want to, you know, like, Oh, I'm hear what they have to say. I hope that you take away the, the idea of, Hey, like this is a positive community and th- these are, you know, positive games to play. And we're, we all want, you know, to get along at the end of the day. Mm, definitely. I mean, all that past crap. Yeah. Well, when I was ad- when I was administering, I said to many people, "Look, I don't care about you guys. You guys' past, what you did back then. You know, if you guys got a grudge against each other now, which uh, is pretty evident that people still do, unfortunately. But notwithstanding, the way I, I guess my admin style is and that is, I don't hate the person, but it's more like I hate that person's." actions at the time that kind of led to this mm. which means i'm gonna have to do this you know um based on that place is still fun um despite all despite all the uh, bad history behind it all i mean i guess kind of, i guess kind of would have fed you some pretty cool history stories too but um <laughs> yeah, it's 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 more like it doesn't matter like there's still good people in the community, people that just want to play modified Doom a lot. And there's people that still, um, well, actually, there's even people that just idle in the Discord and just contribute to the conversation of things. They don't play or anything, but just contribute to whatever we're talking about at the time. So, honestly, some people... Actually, my message will be there. Some people will lead you to believe that 
the community's negative. Um, however, I'm saying because I've seen everything that the community is actually very much positive, just those negative side of things, they just haven't healed yet. So they're still a little bit in that bad space. No, I I think that that is the absolute truth. We're at the dawn of a better era and a better time. And yeah, I think not, so. Not with any particular source board, but within the entire uh, Doom community, for sure. Hmm. I would agree. <laughs> but you would, but... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. No, I wholeheartedly do. Like, that's one of my main jobs now with TSPG, making sure the community good. If it ain't good, I'm doing shit job, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it's fair to say. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my history is Andrew and um was an admin for a bit. Didn't like it. We saw it back to server hosting, probably the best fun I've had ever since. Wonderful. Anything else, man, before we get out of here? No, I think so. I think we got it all covered. Well in that case, take care. Thanks, buddy, you too. Hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. Remember to go visit Mifu over at allfearthesentinel.net. If you like this music, you should go check out Immorpher over at immorpher.bandcamp.com and also check out inthekeep.com. There you'll find links to all of our support links if you want to support the show. Patreon, PayPal, credit card... Our Amazon affiliate link, all available with just the click of a button over at inthekeep.com. Until then, stay in the keep.